Welcome to the Productive Mum Podcast. I'm SJ, mum, former teacher, cycling fanatic, fitness coach, life coach, nutrition coach, and lover of Jesus. I am here to encourage and empower Christian women to live their healthiest and most productive life. Mama, raise your hand if you are fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy. You're frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can actually stick with. And you drink too much coffee because you're tired by 3 p.m. every single day. If you're ready to reclaim your energy, your time and show the world and your daughter that getting healthy and feeling great doesn't have to come at the expense of time, frustration or overwhelm and that empowered living starts with making the right choices every single day and that you are not defined by a dress size or a number on the scale, then this is the podcast for you. Grab that superfood smoothie and let's dive in. Hello my friend, I am super excited to bring you this episode. I am interviewing the lovely Tara, one of the most happy, positive and upbeat people I have ever met. She is here to share her journey of breast cancer and her passion for toxin-free living. She is also grateful to have just celebrated 10 years since her cancer diagnosis and is healthy and super positive about her future. Her passion for health and the environment is at the forefront of the company she works with, which has a mission to improve quality of life by radically reducing chemicals in your home. Now, a little bit of a side note, Tara and I are not medical professionals. On this episode, we're sharing information that we have found and information that we have read ourselves and I really highly recommend that you do this yourself for yourself and I have put some links to some of the resources that I have found super helpful in the show notes. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, get a pen and paper and let's dive in. Oh, well, thank you for having me. It's lovely to be here joining you all today. Um, so I am Tara Day. I am, I just turned 50 in January, had a bit of a lockdown birthday going on. Um, I'm a mum of three nearly adult children. I've got one turning 18 on Sunday. I'm married to my hubby. We have celebrated our 31st wedding anniversary this year. Oh, congratulations. Okay, and um, this is going to be a little bit of a digress, but how do you manage that? What's your top tip? <laughs> do you know, we've done a lot of life together. We've had a lot of things that have happened to us as a couple. And I think because we've journeyed together through those things, it, it's brought us closer together. We rub along together very nicely. We're here to talk about like toxin-free homes, Take how we can go about removing toxins from our homes to create, create and I, I pinch this term from you, this idea of having a safe haven in our homes. I love that. As a Christian, my home is so important to me. Having a place that's welcoming for people, a place where we can come and we can be together as a family and we can escape all the craziness of the world. And you introduced me to this idea of toxin-free living. I'm mean, Honestly, I was blown away by it because... I talk all the time about the food that we eat, like how important it is to be eating healthy food and how it impacts our body. Was there a particular moment where you thought, do you know what, this is something that I really want to do and something I want to dig into? Where did it, where did that start for you? So part of my story, and um, I know you've mentioned this before, um, is I am a breast cancer survivor. 
10 years ago, I was diagnosed, so it was 10 years ago in August, I was diagnosed with um, stage three triple negative breast cancer. Um, they operated 10 days after diagnosis. Uh, I then went through a period of um, six months of chemotherapy and three months of radiotherapy, um, which was all a bit crazy and traumatic. My children were 10, seven and five. Um, and it was kind of a situation that you find yourself in that you really don't ever want to find yourself in, but you have to, uh, rather than putting your head in the sand, you have to kind of face it head on really and go, right, okay, we've got to get through this. We need to come out the other side. And I think for me, that was when I, well, it wasn't straight away, obviously, because I just, I went through all that in a bit of a blur. But then coming out the other side, and it took me a long time to recover. I think people don't realise, unless they've been through it, what the effect of being pumped full of dreadful, horrible chemotherapy drugs does to you. And it took me probably two years to even begin to start feeling any kind of normal again. Um, and I think from that, it made me realise, um, you know, that that actually toxins, do, and, and obviously having had to face cancer, I really began to think about, you know, what causes cancer? What causes diseases in general, you know? And it made me realise that, um, actually environmental factors. There are so many factors involved, but one of the big ones is environmental factors. Now I'd always tried to um, make sure that I was using green products and all the rest of it. And even the products I used on my body, they were from a company that didn't contain any parabens and sulfates. So I was already doing a lot of the right things and it hadn't prevented me if you like. So. It just kind of made me more aware of how I could do that better. And also there's a double aspect to it with, it's not just about health, but it's also about the planet. And I happened to be doing a, um, I worked part-time, I had the kids, they were young still. And I was offered the possibility of doing um, a direct sales job that I absolutely loved. I actually managed to keep it going during my chemotherapy with, the help of some friends who would come out and do it with me and my hosts were all super lovely I mean I would go out wearing my wig um you know to these events and things like that and that kept me going mentally because it was like a tiny bit of my normal was allowed to happen again I was allowed to go out gave me some confidence even when I was feeling really rubbish um, it was just something I was still able to do for me. The story behind that is basically that um, direct sales company that I worked with, uh, they left the UK and in its place, I was very fortunate enough to be um, offered the opportunity to be a founding member of Norwex um, because it was basically a bunch of ladies that did this previous job that were offered the opportunity. It made me, so this was five years after my diagnosis, and it made me realise, actually, I had to learn a lot about the company, about their ethos and their mission. But it really helped me realise, you know, that I hadn't even got it right in what I was doing. I've done a lot of learning over the last five years of being with them. It's been a really interesting journey, and it's taught me so much about actually being educated about what's in your products, what you use, how it affects you. And I've been quite horrified along the way, you know, to find out some of the statistics and the facts. But, you know, I'm now confident that I have reduced the toxins and the chemicals in my home 
really, really drastically. I don't clean with any chemicals. I've almost sorted the bathroom, although trying to persuade my family to join in on it is a little bit trickier, but it's all available to them. And basically, so for five and a half years, that's it. I've been cleaning just with water and Norwex products. And I know that it's benefiting me. It's benefiting my family, my pets. I've got two cats, but also the planet. So it's definitely a double win because I'm not throwing things in the bin down the drain that affects the marine life. What a story. (laughs) Having um, last year, one of my really good friends um, was diagnosed with breast cancer and she's just finished her her treatment and her surgery and everything. One of the things I I really noticed that um, you and she do is just you sort of talk about that period as if it's such an easy thing to go through. And like you say, you know, the, the chemicals and the effects and, you know, I saw it impact her on a, you know, on a weekly basis. And as and when I was seeing her and just, I guess it must've really sort of been quite a powerful thing for you to really think, well, you know, if these chemicals are, you know, helping to get rid of something awful in my body, what, what is in the stuff? that's around us and you know I think the and I love the fact as well that you were still continuing with the help of your friends to run this other business as well and you know that's your passion for what you do is incredible and it's one of the reasons why you know I wanted to get you on the podcast because everything that I do within my community is all underpinned by the principles of cycle thinking so it's about working with your body rather than against it using these hormones that we have as women and how, you know, we can use food and exercise. And now, now that you've opened my eyes to this, how we can change the things that we're using in our home and what we're putting on our skin to support our hormones as well. So really it's just such a powerful concept, isn't it? It really, really is. Like if you could really, you know, kind of explain to somebody how important it is in terms of like for you, for like your hormones, your family, is there kind of a way that we could sort of sum it up to them? Well, I think you've you've hit the nail on the head in the fact that a lot of people and you get a lot of media and it's thrown at us a lot about our health in terms of what we put in our bodies, what food we eat, what we drink, you know, how we live our lifestyle, healthy, active lifestyle. But then nobody relates that. Nobody thinks beyond that to the products they use in the home and on their bodies. And of course, anything we use in our homes, anything we spray, anything we plug in for a nice smell, anything we use to launder, and and then it's the products that we use to wash ourselves with and slather on our skin. Nobody gives credit to those things and the fact that you are in your body is ingesting those things as you're using them. Um, So it takes 26 seconds approximately for anything you put on your body or anything your body is submitted to in the atmosphere to go into your bloodstream that is quite a big statistic isn't it because then once it's in your bloodstream it is affecting everything that goes on in your body so it is worth knowing about I mean I've learned about phthalates I can never say them properly because it's felt really funny it's felt with a ph Um, sulfates, SLESs, um, parabens. These might all be new words to you, but go look them up and see what they mean and see how they affect 
um, your health uh, and your body, because these things can be found in the majority of the shop-bought products that you will use to clean your home, the majority of shop-bought products that you use to wash your hair, to clean your skin, to um, moisturise your skin with, you know, it's, it's down to everything like that, that you put on yourself, that you have around your home, that you breathe in. It, it does affect you. It will affect you. And it, it really gets you thinking, doesn't it? I was, since we've met, it's just been such an eye opener for me. And I was thinking about, you know, you'd, you'd go into these like shops like B&M, for example, and you'd buy your one pound bottle of spray, wouldn't you? And you'd go and you'd spray it around your bath and you'd wipe it all down and everything. And you can almost like you can you can you can feel it, can't you? Like as you're breathing in, you can feel it. And everyone's kind of like, you know, oh, yes, that smell of bleach like means everything's clean, doesn't it? But that smell of bleach, you think, uh, uh, you know, I'm <laughs> struggling to breathe while I'm cleaning my bathroom. That's not OK. <laughs> and, you know, these warnings and things that we have on these products. I was watching an advert this morning as well for um, what was it like fairy bio capsules? Yeah. And they actually so so they're telling you to wash your clothes in these capsules because it's good for your children's skin but the children aren't actually allowed to touch the capsules it just kind of like mm, it doesn't quite work does it so I guess really my question one of my sort of key questions for you is how does actually reducing these chemicals really help our families because I've got Chloe who's four I've also got Molly is always a um, avid listener to the podcast she's normally snoring under my desk um so you know for children and for babies as well as ourselves how does it actually help um the benefit obviously of not using chemicals to clean your home with means your children can join in that's always a benefit it's down to body burden as well so much of what we spoke about just now is about you know your body will ingest these chemicals the things you breathe in and the things you have on your skin, all of those things actually affect, you know, you talk a lot about hormones and cycle syncing. A lot of those things, if they if they have parabens in, if they have sulfates in, if they have all of those things will have an effect on the body's system. Um, now, obviously, I'm not medical. Um, I would never claim to be. But, you know, if you go and look up and research the effect that these things have on the body, they will really affect you know they can cause illnesses they can be behind cancers um because it's what they do then when when they're within the body um, mm. and the effect that they can have on mm. um yourself but can i just go back to one thing you said in the last comment yeah. that you made about the smells mm. that's a really really important thing to think about in this conversation is that clean doesn't need to smell okay I've got my washing out on the line here it's going to come in smelling lovely and fresh but I don't use any fabric conditioner I don't use anything that's got any kind of smell in it because that doesn't necessarily mean it's clean and I think that's something that we have been conditioned to believe by uh, for many many years by the manufacturers because they want us to buy their product you know I used to this was me before I started doing all this I used to go down the chemical aisles I call it 
and choose my product by the one that I like the smell of. And you may well be able to relate to that. You might indeed be nodding, listening to have your favorite smell. Well, just be aware that not only is the product itself a toxic chemical, the actual synthetic fragrance that then put in it to cover the smell of the toxic chemical is itself a toxic chemical. So why would you use double, triple toxic chemicals just because you like the smell? <laughs> you know, it is, it is something that I've learned. You know, we've had to understand, well, okay, if you like a smell, I have a lot of people say to me, I like my house to smell nice. I like my clothes to smell nice. There are so many ways that you can create that smell. You can diffuse essential oils. You can, well, that's the big main one for me is diffusing essential oils. You can leave your doors and windows open if you're able to, you know, get fresh air in, that sort of thing. There are so many ways of creating a natural smell if you prefer to have a smell that won't harm you, that won't harm your pets. And uh, again, getting back to what you asked me about your children and your pets, knowing that you don't have to lock your kitchen cabinets and your bathroom cabinets to stop your kids getting into them. Does that not feel safe in itself? Um, So the products I use, actually, you can just use water with them because the actual cloth does the job. That makes sense. So you don't need any sprays, any harmful chemicals, anything like that. So it's just the cloth and water, and it seriously does clean your home. And then if you've got specific jobs that you want a particular thing for, we have uh, a whole load of extra products that are enzyme-based that work on specific roles. So we have an odor eliminator, say, which does what it says on the bottle. Um, And we have like a carpet stain buster and um, mattress cleaner. So they are specifically put together to do that job that that they're listed for, if you like. So they work naturally rather than chemically. I love what you said. There's a couple of things there that really, really resonate with me. And I know that there's lots of other mums out there that are like, yes, I've walked down the washing liquid aisle and opened up the fabric conditioner and smelt it and thought that's the one I'm going to buy because I love the smell of it. And the other thing that I really love about what you've just said is, you know, like for for busy mums, we're always struggling to find the time to do the cleaning and, you know, to juggle all of the things. And if you can actually turn cleaning into like an activity, like within the house, particularly with younger children, if they're a couple, like two years old or something, and you can, I mean, I used to actually, I mean, I'd give Chloe a, a bottle with some water in it and a cloth. And she'd just like quite happily, she'd be there for hours, just wiping down my cupboards. And obviously, you know, I I knew that I couldn't give her any of the other sprays and things like that. But if actually, you know, can give her some, if she's, you know, she, if they've got a cloth, then we'll dig into the cloth in a little bit more detail in a minute, because they're a game changer, aren't they? Um, But, you know, if you can give them products and you're using products that, you know, that that they can be using. And as your children are getting older, I think it's so important for them to take on some ownership of like cleaning around the house, isn't it? To set them up for success if they, you know, as they move out of, of home and they go to university and that sort of thing. It's our responsibility to give them these skills. And if we're doing it in a healthy way well, then they can go and educate, you know, the other people in their halls of residence or something on how to clean their homes, can't they? 
you feel you know that that it's okay and you don't have to worry because you know that it's safe yeah um, and again you were asking me about pets and fur babies and things weren't you well my two cats they are absolutely gorgeous but they have an absolute terrible habit of drinking water from anywhere other than their water bowl and that includes going into the shower and I've caught them on numerous occasions into the shower so we've got a quite a low shower tray if you like it's a walk-in one they'll walk in there and they'll lick the water off the bottom of the shower tray well if I used like um personal care products that you know maybe aren't that healthy and or I've just maybe cleaned the shower because occasionally I do Um, I actually tend to clean the shower when I'm in it, which sounds really bizarre. But if you don't use any chemical sprays, then that's okay. The amount of times I've caught the cats drinking water out the shower tray, and I just think it's fine. It's just water. There is nothing in that that's going to make them sick or, you know, that they're going to ingest that's going to Yeah. And that's a good feeling when you know you... They're probably doing that a lot when you don't know. I mean, what we know about animals as well, I remember this from when I used to work for Dogs Trust, like dogs in particular and and as well as cats, like they only, you know, it's on their pads is where that transmission happens because they can't sweat out of their fur. So when they're walking on the floor all the time and my dogs, like most dogs will walk on the floor and lick up bits of food that have been dropped on the floor and all of those lovely things that dogs do and they're licking themselves and they're rolling on the carpets or whatever all of those chemicals can transfer into their systems as well and we spend so much time I know like worrying about what they're eating are they getting the right nutrition and you know for for dogs whose bodies are smaller than ours as well some of these things can be incredibly toxic for them and, and we're not really aware of that are we no and there have been like warnings from vets as well um about you know, the use of toxic products where pets have ended up having to be taken in because they've been poisoned by the toxic chemicals that they've ingested or indeed you say like licked off their paws. It is always worth knowing. And you might think that you are disinfecting your home for your fur babies but actually if you're using something that's toxic you're not helping them in the long term are you and one of the things that I really loved when we first met that you were explaining to me was the difference between chemical and mechanical cleaning and when you said this to me I was like oh my gosh I get it I really really get it so could you explain that for the ladies that are listening to this podcast Okay, yes. So it is it is a mindset issue because you have to kind of get your head around the difference. Um, But as you've just suggested, there are these two ways of cleaning. Um, And the one that we are probably used to is the chemical cleaning. So that is whereby you have a spray bottle or a bottle of something you spray around or chuck around or um, mix with something. And that is where the chemical apparently does the job of the cleaning or so you think. Actually what happens a lot with that is the chemical just leaves a residue and they don't always do what you think they've done. They just make it look nice so you think it has, if that makes sense. So that's the chemical cleaning. So it's the product, the product that you buy in the shop. And let's face it, you can buy a product for just about anything in your home. Um, So you can end up with, uh, the average house apparently contains over 
think it's about 62 toxic chemicals. Don't quote me on that. And that, that's quite a lot of toxic chemicals, isn't it? So mechanical cleaning is all about not actually needing the spray product. It's about the cloth itself doing the work. Do you want me to explain a little bit about that there? Yeah, okay. go for it. It's, it's a really good opportunity, actually, because this is where we, we were going to touch on, can you actually clean your home without having a chemical? Can you do it just with water? And I think this is going to run quite nicely with that, isn't it? Many people, and this this is me included, before I discovered um, this particular company, I thought I was doing the right thing by buying microfiber cloths in Poundland um, or Tesco's or wherever, and you can find them anywhere and everywhere. So microfiber itself, to be classed as microfiber, needs to be one-sixth of a human hair fine. Um, and actually, what I would do is I would use the microfiber cloths because they were washable. So in some ways, you know, I was kind of already not putting Jake, Jake, not those cloths that you would use in there. Sorry, don't worry. You can name you can name brands here. Um, We're not sponsored by anybody. But and, and like those wipes as well. I mean, yeah. how many of us have had those like anti-bat wipes, anti-bat wipes and being like, oh, you know, my house is clean kind of thing. And so you're talking about the person that I was before I met you with the microfiber cloths, weren't you? And I was like, okay, well, they're reusable. I can put them in the washing machine. I'm doing my bit for the environment. You know, there are some arguments for the fact that it is a good thing because you're not putting things in landfill. Um, However, from a green perspective, uh, microfiber has been known to um, shed in the waterways. Um, So the difference between like chocolate microfiber and our Norwex microfiber basically is as I said, it needs to be one sixth of the human hair fine to be classed microfiber. Our microfiber is one two hundredth of a human hair fine. So if you can imagine plucking a hair out of your head, splitting it 200 times, it, the, the idea with that is that then you have this incredible weave of fibers that come together and that creates the density in our cloths. That means that when you're using them, they actually do. They are tested to the point where remove up to 99% of bacteria. And I hear you saying, but they don't, what, you know, you're supposed to kill it, aren't you? And again, that's something we've been told for many, many years. And we've been conditioned into believing the fact that you need to kill the bacteria. So bacteria can be good and it can be bad. And you need some good bacteria as well. Um, as the bad bacteria in order to build up immune systems and to kind of have a healthy immune system I guess really I think what I'm trying to say is if you're killing the bacteria you are literally obliterating you know everything that your body needs to work with so basically when you spray a chemical spray it, it leaves a residue regardless of whether you think you've wiped it up it will leave a chemical residue on your surface. So imagine you're wiping down your kitchen worktop and you've sprayed it with anti-back sprays. I used to do. Then you've used a lovely microfiber cloth because you feel like you're doing your bit and you've wiped that spray around on the surface. Actually, what you've done is you've spread around the dead bacteria. Some of them might be picked up onto the cloth But essentially what you will then have on your work surface that you're then probably going to prepare food on. Sorry. (laughs) I hope none of you are eating dinner at this point in time. Basically, you will end up with a chemical residue, which itself will attract bacteria, viruses, dirt, 
dust. Do you see where I'm going with this? And you will still have some dead bacteria because however hard you wipe up, it's not all going to come up. Some of it will still be there. So I say to people to help them understand that concept, if I was to give you two glasses of water, one had been cleaned chemically and one had been cleaned mechanically. So mechanically, obviously, is where you remove the bacteria and get rid of it. So it's gone. Which glass of water would you rather drink from? My point exactly. So I hope that kind of gives you some idea of the difference between chemically cleaning and mechanically cleaning. And the benefit of um, the cloths is obviously they remove the bacteria. They also have, we've got an exclusive uh, backlog technology. And what that is, is it's uh, micro silver, which is naturally antibacterial, but the purpose of it in the cloth is to self purify the cloth. So it prevents the cloth from building up bacteria and mold within it. It's amazing. A cloth can change your life. And I was doing a little live um, last night in my Facebook group, wasn't I? And I was talking to people about makeup because I thought this was a really, really good one to talk about. Because when we use makeup remover on our skin, that is the chemical, isn't it? That's breaking down the makeup. And then we're using our cotton wool to wipe it away. If you get the right cloth, which I have now got, you don't need the makeup remover to take the makeup off because ultimately the makeup sitting on your skin you just need to wipe it off you don't need that chemical to break it down and if you've got the right cloth to do that oh my goodness it's amazing and you know if you think about all the chemicals that we're putting on our skin and this was a really big one for me as, as somebody who's struggled a lot in the past with like acne and really, really bad spots and all linked to hormones. To be able, the idea of actually being able to wash my face without having some kind of chemical. And I can imagine for so many people who do struggle with acne, you know, because acne can be, you know, a problem with bacteria and that sort of thing. If you've got a good cloth, so these face cloths are a microfiber as well. And, and they're working in a similar way to the, to the Enviro cloth that you've mentioned in the kitchen and just <laughs> taking that bacteria away onto the cloth. Yeah you're not having to add any more chemicals onto your skin, which is then going to make things, it's genius. But we're so programmed, aren't we, into needing a chemical, so programmed into it. And that's what it is. It's about changing this mindset that we have, that we need a chemical to kill bacteria. But actually, if you buy a decent cloth and you wipe it away, you rinse your cloth out and then wash it every so often, then it it works, doesn't it? If it helps, I have this lovely little analogy for about the bacteria. If you think about it like an ex-partner, you don't really want to kill them, but you don't want them around anymore. So think of the bad bacteria that you want to get rid of and you think you are anti-backing everywhere. Actually, you don't want to kill it. You just want to get rid of it. Yeah, and there is good bacteria. But I swear by the fact that my daughter lives on a farm and has eaten enough enough dirt in her childhood to build up a pretty good immune system. And I think as mums, we can we can over antibac, you know, and there is a a lot of evidence out there about how these cleaning sprays and that sort of thing have have caused, you know, problems with asthma in children and having more allergic reactions than if we were just wiping our surfaces down with water and and a decent cloth. And as parents, 
parents, we always want to do the best for our children. And I think if anyone can take something away from this is actually go and do your own research into this. You know, we're not medical professionals here. We've read and we've learned this stuff. And when you start digging and, you know, going down that rabbit hole a little bit, it's a real eye opener, isn't it? I know this is a difficult question because, well, I've only been introduced to Norwex for like what, three months or so now. And I'm obsessed, like absolutely obsessed. Because for me, as somebody who is so passionate about what I eat, oh my gosh, I was missing a trick about what I was using in my home and on my skin. And I know that my audience are listening to this because they care about their bodies and their health. And, you know, I've worked in the health and fitness industry for a long time and I've been preaching about food and everything. So if someone's listening to this and they're thinking, do you know what, this really does make sense. I really like this. I mean, I think one of the things that people will notice when it does come to investing in these products with Norwex is they are more expensive than if you're going into BMM and you're buying a a one pound spray of flash or whatever it is that you're buying. Where's a really, I mean, first of all, we'll address that issue perhaps. And then also, you know, if they were to invest in a product or a particular thing, what would be your advice as to which one to start with? Because it does get a bit of an obsession let's be honest (laughs) (laughs) okay so some really good questions there I think if I was to say to you that um, the best place to start really is with with the basics which is what we call an enviro cloth and a window cloth so with those two cloths you can clean your whole home with just the two cloths and water in a basic way Um, as I said earlier we have many other products that help with other specific jobs But the basics are, if you have an EnviroCloth, it will clean any surface in your home. Um, And the window cloth, so basically the EnviroCloth cleans and the window cloth dries and polishes. So for instance, windows, mirrors, stainless steel taps, things like that. So you clean it with one cloth, with the EnviroCloth, and then you would dry it and it would, believe me, they do shine and it doesn't smear. And you think, why did I ever need window lean? Because it, it absolutely does the job. And so coming back to your first question about the the price. So it is a high quality product. Something it is also worth um, bearing in mind is that actually up to 70% of our cloths are now made with recycled bottles. So the company itself and their mission and their ethos is all about, you know, going back to the beginning and trying to do the best for the planet um, and our health. Basically, they what they say is that there's certain chemicals that they won't ever use. So it, there's a great uh, list of chemicals that they keep away from so that you know that even the enzyme products have, you know, don't have harmful chemicals in them to make them work. So from a cost perspective, they are a quality product. But what I always say to my customers is it's a short term investment for a long-term saving. So if you were to do an inventory of the amount you spend monthly and then annually on your cleaning products, you could probably easily remove that and reduce it just by buying some of our products. So it might seem like an investment to begin with, but actually once you have those and you're just using water to clean with, you don't need to buy this, 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 and this. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, a testimony to this already in our house, 
managed to get rid of kitchen roll. We use the countercloths in our in our home, which are um, really nice little cloths that you can use as you would do with kitchen roll. And we've managed to get rid of kitchen roll. So we've already saved money and helped the environment with getting rid of the kitchen roll. And for me as well, the face cost, not buying the makeup remover and that sort of thing is is a is a key thing and I think my audience know when it comes to products you do pay for what you get and if you think about another great way you know what is it they say you should always spend money on your mattress and your shoes because they're the things that you that you wear that you're gonna sew yeah and if you think about almost like you know paper wear your cloths are gonna be the things that do you really really well from that perspective too and just going back to those chemicals that you were talking about when people are um the way that I actually went about looking this up was I actually found an awful lot of information just going back to your story about breast cancer a lot of breast cancer charities actually have a list of products and chemicals and things to avoid because they have done so much research into the link between those products and cancer so I think I looked at breast cancer now and they've got a really good list of products and things to avoid so if it, I will put the link to that in the show notes because I found that really really helpful and it's not just Tara and I as the the non-experts here there's a lot of look a lot of research behind yeah. it isn't it so thank you so much Tara I really really appreciate you coming on and sharing all of this this with us Um, I'm going to also put the link to my Facebook group where we, Tara and I, are sharing all about these products and how they can help your hormones and help keep your home nice and healthy. And if they wanted to find you, do you hang out on Instagram, Facebook? Where are you? Um, Oh, yeah. Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I'm not majorly active on it, but I do do stuff. Um, So, yeah, Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn as well. If you don't know about something like all these things we've talked to you about this morning, you know, look it up. Look up. Have a look on the backs of your bottles, actually, Mm -hmm. now. Go into your bathroom cabinets and your kitchen cabinets. Read what's on the back and just be aware that some of the terms used are generic. So look up the names of some of those um, chemicals that you are, in fact, using. Lack of knowledge that certainly for me, I didn't even look. I never looked. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until somebody said to me, look on the back of your bottles. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, just begin to do your own research and your own looking. Do your own research, but then it is worth looking into finding the products that you think will make that better for you. Yeah. um, You know, I'd be more than happy to chat to you about Norwex and how they can help. Thank you so much, Tara, for your time. I really, really appreciate you joining us. Thank you for listening. Hope you like it. Leave my mummy a review.